Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now, Meredith, dear, promise me you won't go to too much trouble. Oh, pish posh, there's no such thing. I foolishly agreed to throw Ruth a baby shower, but she's so particular. I suggested we do a tiki theme, but she says she can't drink a Mai Tai while pregnant. Now, I don't know about other mothers, but I simply can't drink a Mai Tai while I'm pregnant. I only drink martinis. It's better for the baby. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, March 10th. We're here back in the Classic Factory. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tass? We got our top shot hot boy back in a bull's hat, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm. Um. And last, certainly not least, making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second. Like the video. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Comment away both in the stream team and later in the comments section if you're watching a little bit later in the day. And share the show. That's important. Help us get those subs up. Our next goal is 100,000. And don't you think I forgot about you singing Slim Dusty? (laughs) Dusty Slim. What into Shazam? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I thought we had a thing like once we hit 50k, you were gonna sing like a weird, yeah. uh, I don't know, Aussie country song. Or yeah, something. and we need Matt to come and play the guitar. All so right. come back out here with the cows again. Well, next time Matt's here, <laughs> next right. time, next time Matt's here, we'll do it. How about uh, that? Okay, great. Yeah. We're off to an awesome start. Uh, email in your NBA questions to no dunks at theathletic.com. Uh, tweet at us at No Dunks Inc. That's INC. You can follow us on all the social media channels there on Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. Really appreciate that. Also, this is fun. Survivor returned last night. Survivor 42. Episode one, two hour premiere. So we will be breaking it down in detail a little bit later today, around 1 30 p.m. Eastern over on our No Buffs YouTube feed. And we'll have our own separate podcast feed for that on apple spotify or wherever you listen to your survivor content search for no buffs as we break down uh episode one showing you the cast there lee i know i assume you didn't watch nah. last. no no nah, i've done my one season of survivor Good that's all you. you need is one next uh, pandemic i'm back in okay yeah well, there's a there's a link in the stream team right now if you, you want go. to subscribe to no buffs that's what happened with my computer playing here we had a we had a little bit of a frazzled start we didn't even remember if we adapt up each other yeah. before the show finally got going so you didn't give your classic Cell phone reminder. I did computer it. Computer reminder. And I got burned here, but you know, it was for a good cause. Subscriptions. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Every other day I say it, you know, nobody cares. Everyone's in, like, oh, I'm already, I've already done it. No one in. listens to me. I say it every day. No one cares. But I didn't say it today. You're right. And that's what happens. Uh, all right. Let's get into uh, a bunch of the games from last night. How many games were on last night? A lot. There's too many. Yeah. Survivor, does Survivor count? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. When you yeah. add that's that to the Wednesday schedule, there was a lot of uh, television being watched, at least in my household, and I'm sure you guys as well. Uh, but let's get into some of the key games. i got some questions from these. So the first one is we have the Suns dropping the heat. 
They became the first team to clinch a playoff spot. Devin Booker returned. That was nice for Phoenix. Uh, I thought this was a really dominant win here in Miami. But, Lee, my question just with the Suns here, clinching, throw the X up there on the end of Phoenix, um, what's impressed you most about Phoenix this year? Honestly, like, for a team to have not made the playoffs for a decade and then be two wins away from winning a championship last season, that almost never happened. So was that almost a mirage coming into this season? And started off badly, one and three, had some off-court stuff, and I was like, you know, was Chris Paul last year, was he going to be able to sort of get back to that level? You know, were they, how were they going to basically handle expectations? And they've ticked all the boxes. There's a real Spursy-like feel, like a spurry blur feeling to this team right now. <laughs> nice. Because they have answered every single challenge. You know, they've dealt with all that off-court stuff, and then you look at just how this team is right now. JaVale McGee, you know, a guy who's bounced around. He's picked up his championships, but he's come in and been really, really good they picked up Bismack Biombo. he's given them some really good minutes campaign was another guy kind of out of league he came back in they signed him to a contract Landry Shamet, another guy who'd been on four teams in five seasons he's one of those players like how does he keep getting traded he seems like yeah. a good player yeah he's got a four-year contract there um and so basically anyone who comes in produces for them you know when they're deep and when they're, when they're well coached I mean Monty Williams is from the Spurs sort of system there so he's got that maybe that education there and now with Chris Paul out they start off a little bit of a bumpy uh, bumpy start there but now they go and get probably their most impressive win in, in Miami now yeah. no Jimmy Butler but in that third quarter they turned it up they sort of did to Miami what Miami do, does to a lot of teams they defensively down, yeah, yeah really shut them down and went down and scored the other end uh, Devin Booker fantastic nearly a triple double there last night but overall this team has basically I mean it still seems to be there a little bit underrated and I don't know where they are in the uh, championship odds right now but how they're not second favorite at worst is incredible. They are very well coached. You're seeing guys like Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges having, you know, career seasons right now when they're playing. And everything about the Suns that they do is very convincing. The defensive end is great. Offensively, they've got so many options. And DeAndre Ayton, who's been, you know, he's been a little bit up and down. He's still got some growth there. But they've got a legit big man out there who can score and dominate on both ends. So... This is uh, incredibly impressive what Phoenix has done because, as I say, for 10 years, bit of a joke, you know, like a bit of a crazy franchise there. We saw them down in the bubble and they just missed out and we thought, yeah, it's the bubble, who knows. Last season, shortened season. There is no asterisk on that season, but you can see how people can maybe say, well, let's see them do it in a real season, back to real conditions. And they're doing it all right now. Yeah, 53-13. and Was this their most impressive win to date last night in Miami? I don't know. I don't know looking at their 53 wins, but I know that it just feels like they're not wavering whatsoever. I think, yes, the consistency is amazing. Uh, The the team is the most impressive part, but I think another impressive part is just the flipping of the narrative of Chris Paul. It wasn't that long ago where he was anti-clutch. You know, sometimes these these labels are ingrained in guys. And going back to his Clippers days, uh, now he is, after this season, he is one of the handful of players that you'd want the ball in their hands in the last minute. And and again, he was anti-clutch, especially with the internet the way it is. Uh, for that narrative to have flipped, I think is ridiculously great. I mean, when people see watch the Suns, it's, uh, you, you don't want the ball in anyone else's hands in the last minute. I think that's a bit of a stretch, but uh, the fact is uh, he has joined a very, very special bunch at the top, and I don't see why they should be one of the top two favorites. They should be the favorite. 
uh, as, as, as far as the as the going into the playoffs five weeks from now. Because they went they to the finals be. last year. That's the thing. If this was like, oh my god, they've been bad for a decade, and it's like, wow, can they really go all the way to the finals? Doesn't you know not making the playoffs a year prior? Then sure. Then you're like, okay, maybe they're not a, a championship favorite. But they did. They what? They you already said it. They were up two in the finals. They should easily be the favorites here. I don't see how they couldn't be. You know, unless suddenly we find out that Chris Paul isn't returning at all. And I'm not even convinced then that they shouldn't still be the favorites. Well, spoiler alert, they're the favorites now. That's good. Mm. Yeah, at least it took a the while bet, to get there. The Bet MGM Arizona site has them as the favorites. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it changes from, <laughs> from location to location, but they are the favorites now because they've got nine more wins than anybody else in the league. That's crazy. That's the most yeah. impressive thing to me is that they're so much better than every other team in the league because there's several championship contenders out there, but the Suns have been the best, and they've done it with basically all of their stars missing a nice chunk of time during the season. By the time the season's over, all of their starters, except for Mikhail Bridges, will have missed at least 10 games, and they've taken zero steps back. Like Leah's saying, they get great performances from a Biombo. Kaminsky had good games when he was still playing. Campaign has really seized his opportunity with Chris Paul going down. They're just super professional, and that is Chris Paul, being a professional guy and just having the attention to detail each and every single night. It's been a little bit rocky sometimes with Chris Paul going down. They haven't had necessarily the exact same uh, fourth quarter execution. Didn't need it in this one because they just completely blew out the heat, which is impressive. The heat have been playing really, really well uh, lately. Um, So, yeah, to see what the Suns are doing uh, without the guy who they're taking all their cues from, I think is really, really, really great. Yeah, you got to be beating them. Sorry, going into the fourth quarter because they're 40 and 0 when leading after three quarters. They're an abysmal uh, 500. If they're trailing after three quarters, but yeah, they they are just so solid. Chris Paul leading the way, the way he's flipped the narrative on himself, you know, in his mid thirties is uh, is pretty cool for us old guys. And I will confirm uh, across the BetMGM sites, the Suns are the favorite. <laughs> I'm in Jersey right now, and uh, they are the absolute favorite. So at least in two states, I shouldn't say across all states, but I will say as well, I think the simplicity of a, a Twitter account adding an X to a name. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like the Suns just adding X to their name because that means that they have uh, solidified a, a playoff position for the first time, for the f- first team this season. I think that's cool. I like the simplicity of a Twitter account. It's still still hanging on. It's still cool. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, uh, cool. they're a dominant team, uh, like we saw, especially defensively. Second overall defensive rating, fourth mm. overall offensive rating, best net rating in the league. Trey said, what are they, nine games clear of the, the so, next yeah, best two. team in the league? That is, that's amazing. That's a hell of a gap when we still have, what, 15 games to go yeah. to be that much up. Yeah, well, what are they, 53 and uh, 13. 13, yeah. So they only won 51 games last year in a shortened season, yeah, so right. uh, they're already up there. But, um, yeah, this is this is great now. Again, with Chris Paul, it's about saving his legs as well for the playoffs. So in some ways, minor blessing in disguise that he gets some good rest. You probably don't want him out for six weeks before the playoffs, right. but uh, three or four weeks is probably not bad. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about that uh, when he did get injured. So like, do it now. Yeah, Chris Paul always gets injured in the playoffs. Do it prior to the playoffs, and uh, hopefully they can string together a couple more uh, or another deep postseason run here. And it, you're helped out when, yeah, McGee's grabbing a million offensive rebounds, Mikhail Bridges' awesome game. Like, everybody, campaign, he didn't have a monster game last night but we talked about how he's filled in admirably um just a just a juggernaut of a team they get it done on both ends and they just go about yeah. their business and i like i love that they do have the sour taste still left in their mouth uh, mouth of losing last year yes. i love that yeah well remember booker as he was walking off the court he was like damn he wanted to sort of have one last look 
because, yeah, two games up. I mean, Tass, you probably got the stats there. 83% of the time the team's going to win the championship. I'm sure they do. And, you know, look just how close it was. Remember, it was that one play, that big sort of block there from uh, from Giannis that could have swung the game back in Phoenix away. So they were so close, but they didn't, you know, they've used that as fire rather than just like feeling sorry for themselves. Yeah, and they used it last night. They said that yeah. he'd beat them earlier in the right. season. So, yeah, they uh, Booker said, we're doing this. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure that's going to carry over into the playoffs. Uh, and hopefully they'll see uh, you know everybody's best in the Western Conference because that was the knock against the Suns last year. Right. Each and every series, the Lakers had somebody injured. Uh, the Clippers obviously had somebody injured and on down the line. But, uh, yeah, they've been ridiculously solid, just too solid. Uh, so, yeah, finally they are number one in, in terms of the odds. Took a long time. You brought up Giannis. Let's get to uh, what I'm calling some MVP-type shit. <laughs> All right? Giannis. And the Bucks, they outlasted the Hawks for uh, their sixth straight victory. We had Jokic dominating the Kings as the Nuggets win after they blew a big lead. Uh, I think Ziller pointed out in his newsletter, have the Nuggets and Kings played 200 times since the All-Star break? It feels like they're playing every second night. And then, you know, got Giannis. You got the Joker. Tatum dominates as the Celtics uh, fend off the Hornets there, and he is on a tear right now. So I really guess the question is here, Trey, from those three games, has has Tatum joined Giannis and Joker and Embiid and whoever else at the table? Has he pulled up a chair? It's getting crowded in here. It's getting real crowded. Because Jason Tatum absolutely gets a seat. He's the guy who had early dinner plans already made, but he still wants to stop by, have a drink, have a piece of coconut cream pie, and just vibe out with his buddies. The rotating four <laughs> yeah. and five spots, they have yeah. been hot this season. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Curry and KD were there, though honestly they were kind of more on the one-two side of things. DeRozan had a chance, Jimmy Butler made an appearance, Chris Paul and Devin Booker came by together, not enough room for him. Jaws been there, Luca recently showed up, and now Jason Tatum. He's gotta take a seat, cause he is on a heater since the All-Star break. 30, 26, 24, 33, 37, 54, and 44 last night on 16 of 24 shooting and a very nice six of nine from three. Second back-to-back 40-point game stretch of Tatum's career. He hit 15 field goals in that 54-point game as well. So 15 field goals in consecutive games for the first time in his career. He's even wowing himself with some of the shots he makes. You're like, whoa, that was a sick step back I had to ice the game here against the Hornets. The most important thing, though, Celtics are 6-1 and one in those games that Tatum's been on fire. It's his fifth 40-point game of the season, which is sixth in the league. So I kind of think if you're putting Luka Doncic in the mix, you got to put Tatum in the mix as well because season long, their stats are pretty similar. 28-9-9 for Luka, 27-8-4 for Tatum on similar percentages. They're both making late runs for that fourth spot. I've never been more excited to see who comes in fourth in the MVP (laughs) voting right now. But you're not getting higher than fourth, unfortunately, for any of these new jacks sitting down at the table. The big names keep staying there. Jokic, 38-18-7. That's basically what he's averaging for the week. And Giannis <laughs> just went out and put up 43-12-5. Scored 82 points in a 24-hour span after 38 in a victory at OKC earlier this week. Somehow he's third in this race. Like, he yeah. doesn't feel like he can even get up to number one or two at this point, despite the fact you can make the case that he's the best player in the league and that he's had a better season than Joel Embiid, who's probably going to win it at this point. So... What a race. More awesome stuff last night. It's just ridiculous. Like, I turned on the Nuggets game after Survivor. Just I'm like, I want to see what's going on here. I want to see what 
Jokic's line is. It was the middle of the second quarter, and he was at 17-8-4. I just started laughing. I'm like, okay, this yep. is good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, Tatum, take a seat, but uh, you're not getting too far in here. Wow. Mm. Okay, so Tatum is sitting down, though. So Take a seat, buddy. So if the three bigs, the international bigs, they've been there basically all year long, Embiid, yep. Giannis, yep. Jokic, in whatever order you want to put them, You've got Tatum with the fourth seat. That means there's one more fifth seat. So who's... Luca? Luca. So, wow. Yeah. Jaw not there. DeRozan not there. I mean, it's tough. It's tough, but it's <laughs> yeah. a small table. Chris Paul's like, I've just got to wow. go out and park the car. Don't Save my seat. And Jason Taylor's like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it warm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, Chris Paul was in that conversation, but you miss some time and you sort of fall away. It is incredible right now just how many guys. Because Tatum, I agree with Trey that he's not going to get into that top three. No, of course. But, but they are only two games back of the Milwaukee Bucks in second. It's not out of the realm of possibility that the Celtics do climb up there to number two. It could happen. Sure. I mean, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But if they get up there, then Tatum might be just sort of saying to one of those guys, just like, get over a little bit more. I'm here. Who knows? But the, the confidence he has got right now, you mentioned the step backs. He's blowing kisses to the crowd there in uh, in Charlotte. It's awesome when a guy's just in this groove like this where, you know, this is not like it was on Sunday where he was just sort of lining guys up and saying, I'm just going to take you down. Then The Hornets aren't that good defensively. But Tatum is just like, there's really nothing anyone could do to stop me. I've got mm-hmm. the threes. I'm getting inside if I want it. Anyone who's a tiny bit undersized has got virtually no chance against him. So uh, this is an incredible run, incredible surge here from the Celtics. Yeah, I would say one name that wasn't included there was Steph Curry. And I know he's overlooked because he was hot to start. As Trey said, he was leader of the clubhouse for a long time. His numbers are better than Tatum's, even though Tatum scores a little bit more. Tatum had a bad start to the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know he's shooting thirty-four percent from three in the in that Luca range of you know below average throughout the league. And Curry's numbers are still better, and and his record team's record is better. I, I think we're forgetting about Steph because he was you know, he was you know, part of the leader at, at the beginning, and now we're just okay. We're done with that. But then I mean, what the problem with Steph though, or including him still, is Draymond goes out, and then they're like a five hundred team. So you yeah. saw the importance of Draymond. Mm-hmm. But they're still way better than the Celtics. Yeah, record wise, fair, fair. They were they started incredible. They're like what thirty and nine or something like that at one point. Um, yeah, but he's just he's not there to me, and I don't even think Tatum is as crazy as that sounds because I think John Moran is still deserving with the Grizzlies record at what it is, and then I guess then you are flipping a coin between Luca Tatum and and even a DeRozan who's trying to hold on. And it comes down a little bit to the team's records uh, when they're that close. And maybe you're right. Maybe the Celtics jump all of these teams that have the best record in the Eastern Conference. It's sound, you know, probably not going to catch the heat, but it's maybe... Probably not, but it's only four games. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, right. um, that's not huge. I mean, that win for the Bulls last night against the Pistons is huge in the standings. And, it, you know, they had to work for that as well. Oh, so, yeah. Pistons uh, are hot, baby. Oh, yes, they are. What are they doing? What are they doing? They're playing well <laughs> yeah, at the wrong time. took a loss last night. <laughs> Bulls had to play one quarter. That's the charitable way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I think it was Bobby Marks, though, was uh, tweeted last night, like, the Pistons last night games or something like that you know they yeah. won a lot of them even their losses were pretty close yeah. some good teams uh maybe the 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 um the basketball gods will bless them, them in yeah. the uh, draft lottery oh yeah, yeah. kind of hard these guys were playing here let's give them the number Imagine one pick they get the like number that. one pick two years in a row that'd be huge when they didn't have it for like 50 years Caden chet is that where they would go <laughs> cnc music factory in chicago 
Or Detroit. Chicago, yeah, send them there. I was saying, uh, like, don't don't they measure engines by cc's a lot? At least uh, at least on a motorcycle, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're talking more HPs. Mm. <laughs> horsepower. Yeah. But still, CNC, Cade, Chet, cc's. There's something to work with there. Okay. Yeah. Of course, they don't have the number one pick and haven't drafted him yet, but <laughs> we're getting in early. Yeah, maybe. we're talking yeah. it into existence. Uh, well, let's go to another team that could have a number one pick uh, and had a good victory last night. Jalen Green, 32, as the Rockets downed the Lakers in overtime. 139 to 130. What'd they end up with in overtime? 19 uh, points or something? Yeah, they got three taken back off. Oh, okay. Them, it but, was yeah. a lot, and uh, I yeah, was no, watching it going, oh, my God. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to ask the question, look, good good win from the Rockets. Jill and Green's playing really nice. Is this rock bottom for the Lakers, or can they go lower? Oh, they can go lower, I think. <laughs> when you said, when you said uh, yeah. they have... Uh, this one of these teams has a number one pick. I thought you were talking about the Lakers. I mean, it could, they could, things are things are abysmal. Uh, things are very bad. They just have no identity whatsoever. I mean, it's really just rolling out the ball there. Jalen Green, who looks very, very good, solid night, twenty-two points uh, in this one. 30, 32, 30, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 13 awesome. of 21 for 32 points. Uh, he said it after the game was over when they destroyed the Lakers in overtime. He said the game plan was to attack Melo and put him in isolation. We were looking for the mismatch. We were trying to beat Melo in it. We were trying to get Melo in it and Reeves in it. I mean, it's really, they could just go at anyone. Melo was essentially playing the five. He was playing in the lane. What is this team? I mean, they could go, <laughs> they could go at Melo. They could go at Monk. They could go at LeBron. They could go at Westbrook. I guess they tried to stay away from Stanley Johnson at times, but really... <laughs> Shut down uh, Stanley. It's Dwight Howard didn't play a minute in this game. You know, they didn't come out of camp with any sort of idea as to what this team was. And, and you watch them in the final minutes, and it's LeBron, you know, trying to get things going, and uh, everybody kind of hanging around, and, and Westbrook, you know, did hit a jumper and did have a good game overall. Uh, but if you remember last year, like... Again, they were starting Dennis Schroeder and, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope in the backcourt, and they had the number one defense. I just think that they just haven't mentally got on the same page. Uh, if you if you allow the Rockets to go 50-40-90, as, as geeks say, as far as the numbers go, they shot 50% from the floor, 40% from three, and 90 from for the free throw line last night. They hit 52 of 102 shots. That just means you're not defending at all. I mean, this this is coming down to the wire here, and they just... They're just not in games. <laughs> They're just not ready to defend. And, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook, as I said, solid game. Everybody wants to rip on him. He, he really did have a, a decent game. But as the game goes on, I mean, I think he gets a little gassed. He's missed yeah, a couple key layups uh, uh, towards the end of the game. And he's just not part of the game plan. Like, if LeBron is going to be the point guard in the last few minutes of a game and over time, Russell Westbrook's best spot is the corner. To just to spread out the floor instead of just hovering in the lane to bring another defender into the lane and sometimes he'll go to the corner but it's just like they don't have a set game plan Westbrook is just not he's just not buying in he's just it's not he doesn't like what they are he doesn't like what his role is you know they need a, a more of a an Avery Bradley type who's on the bench most of the time and doesn't want to shoot but if he's in the corner at the very least at least the floor is spread for LeBron uh, and for Anthony Davis when he comes back so I think when Anthony Davis comes back I don't think Westbrook will be closing games I think it's just it's just not a LeBron team LeBron and Anthony Davis will control the ball the other guys just got to get the heck out of the way and right now everybody's in each other's way and they got destroyed 
by the Rockets in overtime. I mean, they they couldn't defend a thing. <laughs> Everything was wide open. Everything in the yeah. lane. Again, Melo is the five, and it, you know, it's just not Melo's thing to, to be defending <laughs> the Green pick and roll. Said it after the game, it was like, yeah, attack Melo. That yep. was the game plan, and it worked. Yep. Even to the point where Melo at one point was like body checking yeah. Jalen Green, <laughs> and didn't get called for it somehow, and uh, didn't matter anyway. They just kept attacking him and scoring on him. No, I mean the thing is, LeBron Melo. When these games, the longer they go on, they just look so old and so slow. LeBron's legs just don't have it. I know he had that incredible alley the other day against the Warriors, but in this game, he went up. He could barely get off the ground, and guys are just blocking him. He just doesn't have the power anymore, like that, in a, in a long game. Mm-hmm. And the you know the game waits for no one. These young guys are out there, like you know what it's like when you play pickup, and there's that young kid who just like never stops running. That's what it's like against the Lakers <laughs> right now. Jalen Green is just like, yeah, they're saying, Melo, you, there's no way you can stay in touch yeah. with us. You know, physically, athletically, you haven't got the speed anymore. He's never been a great defender. So they're like, huh. and and that's the sort of way that you kind of humiliate the old guys by saying, give me him because there's nothing he can do to. Stay. Yeah. me so yeah they put up 19 easy points in overtime had three taken away from them as well i mean it was it's rare that you see the double digit blowout yeah. in overtime but this is this is what it was and westbrook the same you know he did have a good game you know and and you don't want people to sort of just keep on you know his family's feeling the pressure right now and understandably so but this is just not a great role for him mm-hmm. and if you're frank vogel if LeBron is your point guard, as Tass is sort of saying there, you may as well put Westbrook on the bench because he can't spread the floor. And LeBron, I mean, LeBron's just sort of he's swinging for the fences with his threes. He hit one last night of nine because he hasn't got that ability to just like blow past defenders anymore. So, you know, James Worthy said afterwards he thought it couldn't get lower and it did. I think there's still some depth here for wow. the uh, Lakers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is the question. You see a lot of Lakers fans saying that this isn't rock bottom. Yeah. The next game is rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. And then the next game after that is actually rock bottom. I saw Dave Schilling, big Lakers fan, said this might have been his the worst Lakers loss of his lifetime. <laughs> wow. I mean, Eric Gordon's brutal. putting LeBron on skates. It's, uh, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, James Worthy. This is also this is from Bill Oram over at the Athletic. Uh, more James Worthy on the post game sh- show. James Worthy said, "I think the Lakers are at a point now where they know they aren't going to meet those preseason title expectations. I think they realize they can't win. They don't feel like they can win." So those words were relayed to Carmelo Anthony, who said, "I don't totally disagree with them." <laughs> <laughs> They're checked out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a one, two, three Cancun sort of situation? 100% yeah. it is. LeBron, I thought, was super, super weird game in the fourth quarter and overtime. Two for ten in the fourth quarter. Had a layup. He had a, he had a layup. He yeah. could have shot on either side yes. at the end of the fourth quarter. He could have shot on the left-hand side. Would have got a foul call guaranteed. It's LeBron going up against Josh Christopher. Or he could have shot the little scoop-de-whoop-de reverse. Instead, he kicks it out to Mello, who missed the thing. And then in overtime... And did you see that? Sorry to stop you. I think it was Mello, or maybe it was Westbrook, when they're walking back to the bench. You can see somebody saying, it appears to me like they're saying to LeBron, Shoot it. I think he had a shot there, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're a scorer. Yeah. <laughs> He's a passer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want to be called a scorer? Take a layup to win the game. Yeah, that was weird. Or take a shot in overtime. He took one in the first yeah. minute. He took one basically in the last minute when it was over. But he was in pass mode. He was like, you've stuck me with these players who have been literally cut from every single team and picked up off the waiver wire. Like every guy you mentioned was out of the league at some point, basically. I'm just going to pass it to them. Let's see if they can win a game. Hmm. Obviously, they could not. Obviously, they couldn't do anything defensively, so I don't know. That fourth quarter and overtime from LeBron, I was just like, 
how can you how can you watch this happening to your team? Mm. How can you watch <laughs> the Rockets run it down your throat every single time, then just come up and dish it out to the wing, yeah. to dish it to Westbrook to miss a shot? Yeah, he had a nice he, little he dish to, to Westbrook, go down with like Westbrook. layup inside, and he botched it, mm-hmm. and like it was a bad miss. And you like you could see LeBron's body like yeah. totally. Jesus. But that's been happening a lot. Yeah, this I know. I know, he, I know. He, and, and you know, he's just like, oh my god, I have to do everything. But he also doesn't track back, so then the Rockets just pound it down the right, other end. Right, right. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a disaster, <laughs> it's, absolute it's, disaster. And Anthony it's a disaster, Davis, but it can get worse. You're saying, yeah, Anthony they Davis isn't gonna like all of a sudden turn this team around where the Suns or the Jazz or the Grizzlies are like, oh, how do we stop this team? I, d- I don't see it at right. all. It, whether they're full strength or not, they, there's no chance they get out of that first round. Uh, just quickly, as for the Rockets, Jalen Green, I saw you tweeting about uh, his game. He is fun to watch, and he is having a nice little string here. Yeah, he's uh, he's the Anthony Edwards of this yep. season, where he was so underwhelming in the first half of the season that his second half, when the team is completely out of things, you're not really paying attention. But man... The athleticism was incredible last night, and he had like actually harnessed it, not just like running yeah. around like a crazy guy. Yeah. He was like using his speed to take up space to get into defenders' bodies, and then when he was wide open, it was money because he'd already gotten into such a good rhythm. He was great, and I thought Shangun was really good as well. I think he had a career high twenty-one last night. No fear, like he was going at LeBron or Melo every single time. You know, these are NBA legends. LeBron got the best of him sometimes, but Shangun got the best of him as well uh, earlier in the game. So I thought seeing a uh, Green and Goon balling out together <laughs> oh, against wow. a team like that was really nice. I don't know if that'll stick, but you know, G and G Music Factory—that's not a thing. <laughs> it can be <laughs> anything could be a thing. Yeah. We got to keep saying. <laughs> green and goon. <laughs> I like green and goon. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, well, we had some weird losses last night. We had uh, Randall and the Knicks winning again in Dallas, blowing out the Mavs 107 to 77. And then we had Cole Anthony and Gary Harris leading the Magic to a 108 102 win over the Pelicans. No Brandon Ingram in that game. And there's been an update. He's going to be reevaluated in seven to 10 days. Not good for them and their chances to try and get into that plan or stay, or stay in that plan. But what was the more surprising loss uh, from those two, Trey? Was it. Was it the Mavs losing again to the Knicks, or was it uh, the Pelicans losing to a Magic team? That's obviously not that great. Most surprising's got to be the Mavs, just because they've been one of the better teams in the league for the past couple of months, where the Knicks have obviously been the opposite. But like you're saying, apparently the Knicks just have the Mavericks number in Dallas. Nonetheless, this was a beatdown, one of those games where first-half leads are very, very real. Knicks mm-hmm. held the Mavs to 17 points in each of the first two quarters, took a 27-point lead into the half. The big stat in this one, uh, in the first half, the Mavs missed their first 19 three-pointers. Finished one for 21 from three in the first half. Taj Gibson, though, one for one from three in the first half of that one. Dallas never made a run in the second half because they couldn't hit threes. Six of 44 on the night, 13.6%. That's what happens sometimes if you're a three-point shooting team. Sometimes you're the good Bertons, and sometimes you're the bad Bertons. (laughs) Last night, all of the Mavs were Bertons, but shout-out to the Knicks just hilariously playing their best basketball of the season <laughs> when they're almost completely out yep. of things. But just a nice little bit of hope for some bing-bongs here. As for the Pelicans, the loss looks bad, but you mentioned it, Skates. Can't be that surprising when there's no Brandon Ingram in the lineup. I've got this tweet from Burdensome417 who says the Pels are 2-14 and 14 without Ingram, 25-25 and 25 when he plays. Don't fail me again. I need it on the show. <laughs> Pelicans fans talk about Brandon Ingram or else. Hey, man. Uh, bad news though for the Pelicans. Brandon Ingram underwent an MRI yesterday. Mid, a mild strain of his right hamstring will be reevaluated in seven to ten days. 
great win for the Magic, but it's tough for the Pelicans to win when they don't have Brandon yeah. Ingram. Uh, that be they're probably fine. They're probably still going to be a play-in team. So as long as he's back to beat the Lakers in that play-in game, they should be fine. Yeah, they're probably okay because uh, the Blazers have lost six straight <laughs> games by 194 <laughs> combined points. <laughs> Though they're just one game out of the play-in tournament. <laughs> Zach Lowe uh, sharing that with everyone this morning. Nice. 194 <laughs> nice, nice, combined nice. points. So yeah, Pelicans, will, by default, they're probably going to hold on to it. But that sucks, the uh, Brandon Ingram. But same oh, yeah. question uh, that I asked Trey. What would you say was the more disappointing or surprising? I guess. Oh, definitely the Mavericks yeah. uh, getting punked at home by the Knicks. And uh, the Knicks fans weren't safe or weren't happy until that final buzzer. Worldwide Wob tweeting last night. He tweeted this out at halftime. When the score is a 27-point lead to the Knicks. The Knicks hold on. God pays you $10,000 in cash. The Knicks lose. God painfully incinerates you immediately following the buzzer. Are you playing? Ten thousand dollars, like that's not that much. Is right, it? That just right. shows like he's not he's not that confident. And then he also tweeted the Knicks bingo bingo. How do they lose at this yeah, time? Yeah, which is yeah. which is hilarious. So uh, they didn't. They, they didn't. And uh, yeah, and I mean, the Hawks lost, and yeah. the Wizards lost last night. So they gained a game on all those teams. <laughs> so, I mean, they're alive. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just crazy. I mean, if Doncic is on the floor, like the Mavs should be favorite, especially against the Knicks. So they they put up less than 20 points in three quarters which is just unheard of in the NBA today <laughs> yeah, that's true uh, anything to add to those surprising results it's great to give Brandon Ingram some love what a wonderful player uh, he is he's awesome he is their centerpiece really of that team so mm-hmm. that stat that that uh, at burdensome 417 that's right it? that's right wow I can't believe I remembered that Twitter handle uh, that is great he is yeah, he's their centerpiece, but they're not going to fall out uh, of the Western Conference playoff picture because the Blazers are literally playing nobody. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Simons, Winslow, those guys are sitting. It's a fun roster to look at all those strange names that you've never <laughs> seen before, even as NBA geeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love a Watford in my life. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, uh, the Jazz dominated the Blazers for their eighth straight home victory. Uh, we had DeRozan, big fourth quarter to help the Bulls snap the losing streak. Anything you want to add to that? They needed that one. and That was a must-win game. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> it and, and the Pistons was. put up a fight there for a couple quarters, for sure. Yeah, they did. They were good through the first three quarters, and then red-ass Tristan Thompson got into the Bulls. And I think you can kind of see the way things went with Cade Cunningham's game. 22 points, six assists in the first three quarters, 0-0 zero and zero in the fourth quarter. The Bulls finally focused and probably played their best defensive quarter of the, since the All-Star break. I would say. And like you said, DeRozan was great. Scored or assisted on the Bulls. First eight in the final period. They pulled him out, got a quick subset. I would play 48 minutes if I needed to. He almost needed to against Uh the Detroit (laughs) Pistons. But DeRozan and Levine scored 17 of the Bulls' last 19 in the last six minutes. Good stuff. Close it out there. Uh, Clippers rallied past the Wizards. Uh, A tough loss for Washington here as they're trying to get into the play-in tournament, uh, I think at least, uh, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, 115-109 for the Clips. Van Vliet and the Raptors. Delayed Greg Popovich's record mm. in a win over the Spurs. They also helped me out this morning. There was a million games on. There was a Survivor premiere, which was two hours long. <laughs> I didn't have time to make a thumbnail with Greg Popovich's mm. face on a thumb. It was going to take too much time. So uh, <laughs> thank you to the Raptors for, for getting it done. And a lot of people tweeting last night, Tass, as a Raptors fan, just nice, nice to have an adult back on the team in Van Vliet who returned to the Raptors lineup. <laughs> just a just a steady Freddy for a reason, man. Just mm-hmm. uh, makes that team so much better. So he helped out there. And then finally here, Beasley sets a T-Wolves three-point mark in the 132-102 win over OKC. Malik Beasley, 11 for 17 from deep to break teammate Anthony Edwards' team record of 10 
that he set just in December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Beasley is, uh, I mean, this guy has hit a lot of threes this year. He actually has Minnesota's single-season three-point record. He did it on Saturday. Uh, he beat, quick trivia. Oh, no. Who did he beat? Oh, no. <laughs> Who had the record for most threes made by a Timberwolves player in uh, one season? Sam Cassell? Nope. You don't need to go, uh, well, no. not that. Kevin Love. Kevin Love, there yeah. you go. 190 right. uh, made threes. But Beasley's got it now, and he's just adding to it. And the Wolves are on a six-game win streak, their longest since 2004 yeah it's a long long time people are jacked for the wolves are they as good as 2004 I will say (laughs) literally literally that's what people are saying they were a 58 win team no no not yeah they were a 58 win team in 2004 2004. a number one seed they went to the conference finals because they had KG uh, and they had that Sam Cassell. That, that was that team that went to the conference finals. Could have easily gone to the finals. They are not that good. Right, right, right. Come on. Also, Come during on. this win streak, they've beaten OKC twice and the Blazers twice. But they are playing great, and they're hammering yeah. them. I mean, they're kicking the snot yeah, out of them. and they're having a party at the end of the bench there because uh, Beasley was going for Clay's record. He had 10 with about seven minutes to go. Yeah. And they were trying to get him for uh, you know get him going, but he could. He only hit one more from there, but... Uh, yeah, it and was, then they took him out. He yeah, didn't play yeah, the final yeah. five minutes for them. But uh, it was pretty wild stuff there. But again, honestly, honestly, any wins for the Wolves right now are great because they've got to just solidify their spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem for the Wolves is that they've been playing really well, but unfortunately they're chasing Dallas and Denver, yeah. who are also playing really well. So they've been stuck in seven for such a long time. But a really great season. Uh, somebody tweeted us recently that Timberwolves Reddit apparently does this like Warren Zevon Werewolves of London video where they're adding all kinds of crazy stuff to it. So I will make this pledge to you. If the Minnesota Timberwolves go to the conference finals like they did in 2004, I will sing and play Warren Zevon's Werewolves of London on guitar here in the Classic Factory. Oh, wow. Factory. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Conference finals. Conference finals. <laughs> All right. Don't have to win it. Just got to play a game okay. if they make it. You like that song? <laughs> I like the song. I just don't think we're going to get it, though, unfortunately. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> give, us, give us semifinals. Give us getting us oh, in the first, first round. Oh, first round. So. All right, all right, all right. Oh, right. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. They're going to be a lower seed. Yeah. They have to beat a tough team. Yeah. But it's like they could too, you know. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. I don't, I don't. I think second round is their ceiling, max. Okay. Anyway, we'll see. All right. Uh, any other notes oh. on any of the games from last night? There were a million of them. Anything else you wanted to touch on, gentlemen? Gentlemen. No thanks. Gentlemen. No. All right, let's take a break. Because no. we got something really weird after the break. <laughs> we had a bunch of strange odds that you can apparently place on tonight's. Sixers Nets game, Nets Sixers game, I guess in Philadelphia there with Ben Simmons returning. Like I'm talking very weird. <laughs> Great. Odd. So, we'll have some fun with that right after the break. Looking for an assist with your credit card but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the Internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. All right, back in the Classic Factory. Shout out to the stream team for letting me know that Lee is rocking the Allen Iverson <laughs> armband. I, I didn't even see it it's just because where you're yeah. sitting uh, with my angle on you there. But uh, why did you decide to rock such well, a Well, we're today? supposed to be going to the game tonight. <laughs> and uh, I was going to wear this. I had my uh, outfit already. Look, I'm not done. Look. Wow. <laughs> got the AIs on. <laughs> so you know we're not going we're not going but i'm just you know you're going mentally I'm just, yeah i'm just wearing the outfit that i'd be now wearing. will you continue to wear that like while you watch the game tonight probably maybe a photo hey roxy takes a, <laughs> take a photo of me watching <laughs> oh, i don't know about that <laughs> but uh, why not we'll see we'll see yeah it's just, a big armband yeah yeah i got this in new york city 2002 when i picked up uh, my first pair of iversons <laughs> These are the ones I wore. I remember at the tennis I was telling you about. Yeah. yeah. With, uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, I remember. The only, the only thing is it's lost a bit of its elasticity oh, over the years. Oh, yeah. wow. You got that as a headband. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little bit uh, loose now. But you know what? I tried to look into buying a new one. These are impossible to get. I was going to say, you could probably yeah. get a pretty penny for that yeah, on uh, yeah, eBay I, there. Yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> I'm not going to sell it because it's a... Uh, you know, souvenir, but uh, it's great. Excellent. Yeah, it is like a, it's almost like a survivor buff now. It's so stretched. Exactly. You can wear it around your neck. Uh, well, yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers <laughs> and the Brooklyn Nets square off tonight for the first time since the blockbuster trade involving James Harden and Ben Simmons. Now, four of the five players, Harden, Millsap, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, they are in line to play in Philly tonight. But Ben Simmons, he will be relegated to a cheerleading role on the Brooklyn bench. <laughs> and we have a bunch of hilarious like odds that I guess you can legit bet on that I want to throw at you guys. But the first one, I did see this, task and I was thinking of you. Head coach Doc Rivers, he said he believes that the Sixers owe Ben Simmons a tribute video. Damn right they do. They owe him one. <laughs> and uh, you have been saying for the last couple of days that you do think one is happening tonight in, uh, in Philadelphia. I'm not so sure, but uh, I guess... Doc can you bet on that? It. I mean, you can bet on everything. You should be able to. I don't have the odds on. Yeah. What well, would you set the line on that one? It's a no, like minus 150. I'd, I'd lean so, no. So, okay. Yeah. Yes, you know, yes whatever, is, plus 200. Yes is more, uh, more unlikely, you would say, yeah. in, in regards to betting. Okay. I would say so, yes. Okay, well, how about... I don't know what a tribute video entails, though. What is, what is, what's the definition of a tribute video? Oh, good point. Here's Ben. I mean, anything, you I need guess. need the words, thank you. <laughs> it has to be included. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thank and you, I ben. need to see some clips of him. Highlights only. Highlights, yep. Highlight, but what if it was just a, a shot of Ben's face? No. Everybody, Philadelphia, <laughs> thank Ben Simmons no, for his state. That's not a tribute video. Gotta have that's just showing him on the That's just showing him on the board and saying hello to him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. I need to see highlights, preferably set to a... I don't know, some sort of Green Day song. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, good riddance. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad, actually. And, uh, and then, and then you got to cut live to him and then have him wave or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think it happens. Can you bet wow. that? would be wave? crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay, okay, let's get into the actual things uh, that you can bet on. So this is amazing. 
Will Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid touch during the broadcast? Okay, note, has to happen during the broadcast, not including halftime and or commercial purposes. So post-game, though, can... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, because yeah. because yeah. because he's not playing, Ben. I don't think we get the the, the pre-game dap. Remember when Shaq and Kobe yep. they had to sort of do it because it was Christmas Cause day. Because they're both out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And it was that was uh, tense. You know, Shaq didn't really look at him. I would expect something like that if he was playing. Him not playing, I think he's going to sort of come out late to the bench, maybe right at tip off. And Bede's not going to run over there. Mm. He's not going to run onto the court. But you say yes after happens. the game. I can sort of see maybe a little like. Hey, man. All right. All right. So, yeah, so yes, yes. Uh, is a minus hey, 150, no yes. is plus 110. So the line makers expect them to touch. It sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think what increases the likelihood of them touching is the fact that Ben played in Philadelphia for so long, maybe he goes the wrong way. Maybe he goes to the wrong locker room at some point at <laughs> halftime or something, runs into Joel, you know, on the baseline, for instance. It doesn't necessarily need to be a, hey, I'm going to come up to you and dap, but hey, oops, I'm in the wrong spot. I, I actually think it's Funny more me. likely the ball finds its way over to the to the Nets bench, Embiid is over there, and then almost jokingly reaches out for like a quick uh, <laughs> little dap up. Like he just wow, finds himself standing right beside him, yeah. and it's almost like, a, you know, he's doing it as a joke, but there is a touch. So wow. I, I'm, I'm voting yes as well. If Simmons wanted to troll the Philly fans, he would do the mellow and pick the ball up and fake shoot it <laughs> and then sort of sit oh. back down. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be good. Okay, so uh, we're, we're yes, yes, yes. Uh, trade? Do, I, do they touch? <laughs> That's really what it says. Touch. Do they touch? Uh, if you're including post-game, I imagine there okay. will be a post-game... <laughs> touching up. of something. You some think so? Bro yeah, hug, bro honestly, though, if, well, I'm hold looking, on. if I'm looking at the values here, I'm betting no. Plus 110 on no. I can easily see Embiid ignoring yes. ignoring Ben Simmons the way Shaq would to Kobe, and yeah. Simmons is not going to seek out Embiid. Yeah, it's going to have to true. be the other way around. True. Um, but I do think Embiid loves the performative aspect yep. of it so there's gonna be something that goes down uh but it's also easy to see like like uh like if simmons comes out late you know they turn the lights down to do intros for the philadelphia so he sneaks in so nobody really sees him <laughs> the game has started and then they just ignore each other it could happen yeah. okay mm-hmm. okay for well sure. so following up right. from the touch question if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid touch. <laughs> it will be, and then you can bet on the following. Okay, the favorite of what it will be is a fist bump. Classic. Yeah. Seven to four odds. <laughs> Just a handshake slash hand slap. I love that. Okay, that's uh, two to one odds. A handshake slash hand slap and a hug together. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, what you've hug. tried to do a million yeah, times yeah, yeah, with yeah. players would yeah. always fail. Uh, five to two odds. Just a hug. <laughs> just a just, hug. <laughs> no, no touching with the hands. Come on in. Seven to one odds. A punch. Ten bro, to one. A bro punch. A bro punch. Yeah. yeah well, I think uh, you know they're saying it uh, gets physical here. They, yeah. they, they they're pissed off with each other. A face slap. Twelve to one odds. That's the worst. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That's that's the worst. Uh, why would you? That even should bet be a hundred to one. Yeah. Odds. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Exactly. Totally. Uh, and then a butt slap. <laughs> yeah. Butt slap should be lower. Twenty-five to one odds. Butt slap should be ten to one. 
Right, yeah, they got those wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a face slap. Yeah, like I guess you could look at a face slap. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, a obviously, gentleman. like you, son of a, and slap him like you're a wrestler. But maybe you would have been like a like a Corleone my, face. My slap. boy, yeah, 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 my boy. It's good. Well, look, I knew this was Ben. <laughs> ben Simmons, right? He had like 19 million dollars withheld from him. He should go and go bet heavy on the butt slap. Win that money back that way. He could say, Yeah, the butt slap, let's make it 100 to 1. I'm going to put a million dollars And then up. he goes out. He just goes out and slaps away. <laughs> then he gets his money back. But, uh, Slap away, boy. No, I, I, I think the fist bump is uh, fair enough. It's the odds on favorite there. I think that's what you, you're going to get. <laughs> you a, don't think we get a hug? I don't think a hug, no. I think a. Uh, just a. A sort of a non-eye contactual sort of like, you know, just let's just do it. I love this. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah. Eye contactual. Eye contactual. That's, not, that's, that's good. Uh, I'm betting on handshake slash hand slap and hug together. Okay. They're going for the full boat. Uh, yeah, the bro hug. Yeah, right? yeah, the yeah. full bro hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually like if you go in for the handshake hand slap, a hug makes it less awkward, I would say, because you don't have to look at each other as much. Huh. So I think if they do go for a handshake hand slap, then you don't have to be eye contactual. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't. You go for the handshake, then you just get this thing over. Like, it's it's less, yeah, it's less personal. You can, like, make a point of looking over the other one's shoulder to see who else is out there that you want to say hi to. Yeah, it's true. less. Yeah, so I do love the idea, though, of betting on the butt slap. Great idea. <laughs> uh, but but Joe, let's say Joel Embiid goes in for a hug instead, and yeah. Ben Simmons has to, like, backpedal and say, don't, don't hug me, and go in for the butt slap and run behind him and give him a butt slap. Uh, wild. I was gonna say, can you parlay these together? Can oh, I go? Yeah. Can I go hand slap into a hug with a butt slap, yeah. and then maybe a little playful punch <laughs> yeah. at the end? Oh, Cam Stewart over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be the I'll be the Cam Stewart here. I'll, I'll be the Brian Blessing here, and you, and say that usually the betting the betting lines usually put a max on these because of yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like five hundred bucks. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah, five. You can bet some five smacks. Okay. Well, I'm not done. Believe it or not. I got another one. This one I actually like. Will TNT mention Ben Simmons' free throw sh- shooting during the broadcast? Okay. Yes, get you minus 140. No, plus 100. I think you got good odds with the no on this yeah. one. I think it's way more likely they don't mention the free throw really? shooting. Really? He's not playing. When would free throw shooting come up? Anytime they shoot free throws and then they show Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily he's not out there for the Nets. Yeah. You know, would they do? Like, come on. You don't think hack of Ben Simmons is going to come up even though he's not playing? No. Really? Wow, I do. I don't think it's come up on any game that he's played or that he's been sitting there. I know they're playing the Sixers. But what is what is the context? I don't get it. I just That doesn't really make sense to me. He's not playing. Uh, I just think the Boo Birds are, of course, going to be out. The broadcast starts talking about, oh man, you imagine he was playing. Would <laughs> would Doc go for the hack of Ben? You know, anything like yeah, that. Too I, I, speculative though for him to be not playing. If he was playing, then I think yeah. early will they do so it? You guys are saying no. You like uh, you're, you're getting yeah. some good odds. Yeah. I, think it's, I don't think it's part of the game. I don't think nah. TNT's Brian Anderson, Stan Van Gundy, or whoever's doing. I mean, maybe if you're. What with, else are they going to talk about for the whole game? They're going to be showing Ben Simmons a million times on this broadcast. They're not going to talk about his lack of free throw shooting. Not, not like I, what I, were they like, be saying? Like, hey, I watched him 
practicing his free throw shooting yeah. the last oh, six months. Oh, yes. They might have. Who knows? They might have footage of him hitting free throws. Oh, <laughs> Warm up free throws oh. if he shoots well. No, he's, <laughs> he's not doing that. that. Yeah. Stay I, away from uh, this one. This is a tough one to call. <laughs> I hope we get that like grainy eight in a row from the free throw. Well, he's obviously been working on yeah. his free throws. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I'll take the no on that one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it was is it like, SVG on the call, I don't know. Right? Uh, I, do, I don't know. Sure. But I just yeah, he I would bring, talk hackers. You think he would bring it up as strategy? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, like if it was two Philly radio guys on the call, of course they're talking about everything negative. But I think you know, I, I bring up Van Gundy and Anderson because they're national TV yeah. guys. Yep, yep. They're not getting dirty here. Although I've seen Stan Van Gundy shoot free throws. Great form. Like right. it, handles. It, Great handles. Yeah. If he brings up and says, Ben Simmons should be trying to work on his game, practice free throws. Here's footage of me practicing my free throws, <laughs> and they roll in Stan Van Gundy. That's the only way I see them linking the two, which is, I know, it's it's uh, good odds. Plus 100, take it. Ooh, I, I think yes. I'm, I'm, I'm betting yes on this. They got a long game, and again, there's going to be a lot of talk about Ben Simmons. There are free throws that happen in the game. That's it's, true. Uh, it's going to be sad. What do you got? Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller, Stephanie oh. Reddy on the court. Oh, Reggie. Yeah. Reggie's for sure saying it. Absolutely. I mean, Stan Van Gundy, I'm with you. Less likely. Reggie, yes. There's going to be a lot of free throws, too. Yeah. Hardman oh, made. yes. So you got the stars back for the Nets. <laughs> oh, this I one's st- tough, man. Stay I away. still don't get it. Embiid's banging home a free throw. They go, that guy can hit free throws. You know who can't? That guy on the sideline. <laughs> well, how do you know? How do you know the Sixers crowd isn't chanting something about Ben Simmons during a free throw? And like, then it's, you know, oh, wow. Could you mm. They're doing this while he's on the bench? Imagine this guy was playing. Like, that's the obvious At the free throw line? I mean. It's not Ben Simmons' free throw. Ben Simmons' free throw shooting during the broadcast. This is, I I don't see it. (laughs) Okay. Will the Ben Simmons passed up a dunk highlight versus the Hawks be shown during Mm. the broadcast? Yes, minus 150. No, plus 110. Yeah, no for it to be shown, but this I can see being brought up. Okay, you don't think they would show it then? Come on, what's Heitzy doing so in the truck, man? Yeah, uh, he's got it ready to go. It's a little, uh, it's a little Dave defam- Gilbert. It's a little defamatory and irrelevant to tonight's game, I think. Okay, yeah, this is crazy. This they're, one they're, is, they're doing all of this. This one's a lock. This one is a lock yes to me. This is drama, man. This multiple yeah, times. I don't think so. Because Again, because he's not playing. If he was playing, yes, but... I think with him sitting on the side, it's just not going to help him if it's like, hey, on TV they keep showing you missing that dunk. They have to show. They have to look at it dunk. like someone's watching this game for the first time ever. They don't even know what basketball is. Like, why are they booing this guy? Let's tell you why. Uh, this is a part of the they story. They might tell it. I, I just don't think they're going to show it myself. Mm. I think the only technicality, technicality, technicality is what I'm trying to say here is like, when is it shown? Is it shown prior yeah. to the tip? Probably, if it is to be, and then does that count? Probably not here in the actual bet. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's a weird one. Here from these odds that we got from our friend Jimmy Shapiro, there isn't that uh, that caveat. Oh, so it may- the caveat being in the prior one that we were talking about the free throw shooting during broadcast. Yeah, the note was anytime from tip off to the end of the game, but that's not here because uh, that's interesting because it definitely pregame. I think I could see them saying it pregame. Yeah, they're sitting there sideline, Reggie Harlan. Uh, and was it Harlow on the sideline? Who no, Stephanie Reddy. Stephanie Reddy. I mean, she could be doing the. Yeah, yeah. You got to tell the, the story. Yeah, yeah. So the odds yeah. are better for yes. I mean, it's more likely that this is going to happen than free throws, according okay. to the betting. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like this one. Yeah. Trey, you're on board that they're going to show this highlight. Oh, I think we're going to see it multiple times per half. 
<laughs> wow. I've seen a lot. I mean, this is a huge story. There's only two games on tonight. This is Ben Simmons' first time back in yeah, Philadelphia. He's not playing though, that's the, that's, that's the why thing. they're going to show yeah. it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. What I, else I, are they going to show of him? Yeah, I mean, that, I think this is the number one thing that they would show. Are they going to show it on the jumbotron? No, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I guess they're going to show it during the TNT pregame as well. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pregame. Yes. So that doesn't yes. classify for the bet. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, final one. How many times? And it just says here. Not full name. Simmons is said during the broadcast. So I guess you don't technically need Ben Simmons. Though he's such a two-name guy, too. It's weird to call him just Simmons to me. But uh, the over-under is set at six and a half. Smash the over. Smash the over, says this guy. Okay, Simmons will be said at least seven times during the game. I agree. Smash. Okay. Oh, Reggie Miller might say it seven yeah. times in like five yeah. minutes. <laughs> I, was, I would maybe go over if it was 16 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, six and a half is a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hitting the over on this. <laughs> this Especially now that I know way too on the call. Yeah. Once yeah. you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm locking in. Yeah. yeah they, they'll they'll in. even mention the chants in the stands. They're yeah. chanting for Ben Simmons. I mean, that's one. I mean, they're going to chant, you know. Ooh, yeah. Back in the building for the first time since the trade. Ben Simmons on the bench. Yeah, well, last time we saw Ben Simmons was in the game. Imagine he was out there shooting free throws. Oh, I cannot imagine that. Hey, let's show you this highlight. Heitzy, play it. Oh, there's Ben Simmons passing up yeah. a dunk. Hey, he's already up to four. Uh, look, we're having some fun with this. I just hope nobody crosses any sort of line tonight in terms of like the fans in attendance. Hey, boo them all you want. Like, yeah, boo them all you want. But, you know, we just don't get any crazies. Like, Trying to get close to um, the game's where you can cross the line. Where's the game? Somebody, where's the game? It's in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll be okay. You think? (laughs) (laughs) You can't bet on whether a battery is thrown tonight. When when Vince Carter, when you went to your first Vince Carter game in Toronto. Oh yeah. Well, just you know, talk us through. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it was. uh, Did you cross any lines? Uh. Well, did I personally yes. cross any yes. lines? Yes. No, I don't think so. You don't I mean, so. I was up in the nosebleed, so yeah. it's not really... <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Me. You've got to get... The Sixers have got to get this booze out of their system tonight, all right? Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I don't. Great. Hey, look, I'm betting on they'll boo him tonight, okay? <laughs> Tell me if this is crossing the line. I yelled this at Vince after he kicked the Raptors' ass. I yelled, You'll never win anything, Vince! It's not crossing the line. Definitely not. No, no it's fine. No, that's fine. That's I mean, the line. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. You're going into any personal details or anything like that. It's just I like, did. you know. You're gonna, but how many times did Vince like, hit the game winner? Exactly. Oh, yeah. He had the dunk. Remember the alley-oop dunk in overtime <laughs> as well? He was, uh, he was yeah. great. So remember when Pat Riley went back to New York the first time? When he when he okay. joined the Heat. And he came out and he was like, come on, bring it on to <laughs> <Yeah>. the crowd. <laughs> Do you think Simmons decides to go full heel tonight and be like, oh, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I know. But I don't think I don't see will. it either. It Not would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does a sort of like, yeah, all right, like an acknowledgement. I don't think he's going to be like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably not. Okay, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, very exciting. So, one of only two games on tonight. It's the big one on TNT. It's going to be one hell of a story. Just a guy sitting there on the bench. And then the actual game. I mean, look. Uh, yeah, there's a game. There's some, some firepower in this game, too. Uh, 
do I have it right? Durant and Kyrie are playing in yep. Philadelphia tonight. It's okay, to be, uh, that's good to know. And uh, obviously, Embiid and and the rest of his squad on the Sixers there. Can't wait. <laughs> um, we'll get to the actual pick for that game when we get to pick them. We got to take one more break. We got tweeted tonight as well. Don't go anywhere. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately, so I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures both analog and digital, a lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets, the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use, and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, back with the boys here. It's time for Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. TK, what do you got? Bit of a what you got here for Tweet of the Night comes to us from Sean Yu, along with a clip from his S-Tiers podcast alongside Zach Schwartz. Sean tweets, so Zach asked a great question earlier today. Would you rather smoke weed with Don Nelson or drink wine with Greg Popovich? Wow. Look, my choice here is obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke weed every day (laughs) in Hawaii while wearing fish ties. Come on, it's the perfect. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts, and I'm going to throw in a couple of extra choices because you can usually put four things on a poll, which we're going to have up here on the stream team. So would you rather smoke weed with Don Nelson, drink wine with Greg Popovich, do peyote with Phil Jackson, or smoke a fat stogie with Red Auerbach? (laughs) Get your votes in. Ooh. Well, so go, go ahead if you, you want to get us started. Here. Yeah, well, I'm going to go through the process of elimination because okay. a cigar is always fun at the time, but it just, like, you feel like ass the next morning. Like, <laughs> oh, it's gross. But okay. it's cool. And it's like, yeah, I want to be here with Red having a big old fat cigar. Okay. So, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Phil Jackson cool. smoking so, no. peyote. Um, I don't really know what that entails, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so, not You're sure. You're going to go on a journey. But also... Into the yard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it comes down to the other two. Now, Don Nelson, I think Ethan Strauss actually did do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Hawaii a great article. And uh, smoked with him. Um, I can't remember what he said about it, actually, but... Uh, 
That would, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. But I think I'm going Popovich. Mm. I just think I'd love to sit down with him over a couple of glasses of red and just talk and laugh and joke because (laughs) (laughs) when Pop is away from being the Pop that we see on the sidelines and on TV, I think he's a lot more entertaining, a lot more engaging. And, uh, you know, he would have some hilarious stories. I mean, Don Nelson would have some incredible stories as well. But uh, I think Don Nelson could get a little... um, Sort of off, off with the fairies a little bit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think uh, I, I saw the clip of Sean and Zach talking about this. Sean was making some good points. Like, how many glasses of wine do you have to get into pop where then he's opening up yeah. and he's maybe telling you all the stories you want to hear? Don Nelson, you're smoking weed with him in Hawaii especially. Yeah. Like, he's off and running, I'm sure, right away. Like, before you've even lit the thing, like, you're hearing yeah. great stories. So that's maybe an advantage for Don Nelson. But Sean also pointed out, Popovich is known for his like extensive yes. wine collection, you might be getting into some good bottles. Yeah. If you, uh, if uh, do you like wine? Yeah, do you like wine. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. only when JD orders. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but see, it's the but that's a plus for yeah. that's a plus for pop. I'd say not that Don Nelson has uh, <laughs> shitty weed, but uh, doesn't he have his own strain? Yeah, he probably, okay. yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I just think you know you, I mean, pop's probably got very very. Expensive fine taste in wine. Yeah. You're going to get some good bottles, I think. So I'm just making a case for it. Pop him, and JD are actually quite similar, you know. They've got that sort of, uh, you know, grumpiness. But once you get JD away from the uh, the show... You've <laughs> got a couple, yeah. couple reds in him. Ah, he's... yeah. Then he opens up and, you know, he's uh, he's a lot more entertaining. So um, I think, yeah, I, I think I'm going pop. I'm thinking are you going... not entertained? <laughs> no. Sounds like he's not. This, so you're, this is you like a pop after the uh, at the in-between quarter interviews, you know. You're grumpy. You don't want to have to do this. Let's just get through the show. But... Once the show's done and there's a <laughs> bottle of wine there, then JD's like a little bit more at ease. Yeah, so. all right. Okay. Yeah. So so who, what are you, you going with here of those four that Trey's thrown out? Um, I mean, psychedelics are so hot right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it with Phil, I think. And I think... Uh, you're on a ranch. Vision Montana, Quest. yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's... It's just the best of both worlds. I don't need to drink more wine. I don't care if this is a vintage 1904. I don't care. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, Don, the Don Nelson experience would be great. The, the Ethan Strauss article on that, phenomenal. Uh, so that makes sense. The Stogie thing, yeah, it, it, I mean, that would be cool too. I think all four men, the experience is, that would be great. I think they would all open. I mean, they'd all open up immediately. But I think the experience of the psychedelics. I'm rolling with that, and I don't think we're going too hard as well because he's a 76 year old man. He knows <laughs> he knows where he's going. You know how much to. You know, we're microdosing. I think at first, and then uh, yeah, we'll have a good time. I'm just afraid you're going to do it with Phil Jackson, and you're not going to remember a single thing, mm. and you may not even be really talking to Phil Jackson. Once you're on yeah. the peyote, that's uh, that's my only yeah. knock on that one. Uh, <laughs> that's it. JD, let's hear from you. Uh, you're drinking with Greg Popovich, smoking weed with Don Nelson, peyote with uh, Phil Jackson, or smoking a cigar with Red. Yeah, I'm with Lee. It, it's uh, pops for sure. Okay. I think that he would. I don't think that it would take any time for him to relax because. You know, I, I imagine it's in his sort of wine room or whatever. <laughs> he's already relaxed. He's wearing his smoking jacket or whatever. And he's, you're already, the ritual of opening the bottle of wine and smelling it and swirling it, he's already, he's in his element. Exactly. Okay. So, and uh, yeah, he seems like a, a softy at heart and uh, smart guy. You know, he seems like a good guy to argue with. 
I love an argument. Ooh. I love debating. I love just playing devil's advocate, just getting under people's skin. So I would enjoy that with Pops, I think. So you're suddenly talking about the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer and <laughs> the promise oh, yeah. of it. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, so we have that poll up yep. on the stream team. All right. Get your votes in, everybody. Yeah. Right now we got 45% want to. Don Nelson. Yeah. Greg Popovich. Interesting. 44 for Greg, 27 for Don, 22 for Phil, and only 7% want to smoke a cigar with Red Hour. (laughs) (laughs) He's old. He's also also a ghost. (laughs) He's a ghost, man. He's a a straight-up ghost, man. Uh, Pick him results last night. Raptors, Spurs. That should have more votes then. Yeah. (laughs) Smoke a cigar cigar with a ghost. (laughs) Put it that way. Sorry. All right, we're changing it. Um, Raps, Spurs, Toronto favored by one and a half on the road. And uh, as we talked about, prevented Greg Popovich from setting the all-time record in wins. Uh, This brought to you by BetMGM. So that's a victory for me. That's a victory for Tass, a victory for Trey. Lee Swerved took Pop. You fall to uh, suddenly last place. Yeah. In the in the pick'em battle here, you're two and five. Trey three and four. I'm four and three, and Tass is five and two. So it's uh, very very close still. But what's tonight's game? There's a game in Philadelphia. Oh, yes, that's right. should be a fun one. The Philadelphia 76ers are favored by four and a half over the Brooklyn Nets. And surprisingly, we're Splitsville mm. on this one. Mm. Uh, I thought most of us would be on the Sixers, but myself and Lee taking the Nets. Why do you think the Nets are going to cover four points, Lee? <sighs> Yeah, I went back and forth a bit on this one. I can sort of see an act- actually like a Sixers massive blowout, but yeah. then I'm also like Kevin Durant's got some beef there with Embiid. Kyrie, again, he's having come off a great performance, and him and James Harden, there's going to be a bit of beef there. So I'm hoping that uh, the Nets can keep it close enough, but I think the Sixers win the game. Oh, you do? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I got think the Nets covering. Think, give me four points, I think it's less than that. But who knows? I can't pick my nose right now, so uh, <laughs> who knows how it's going to go. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, and Trey, any reasoning why you're taking Philly? I just think they're better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been playing incredibly well. They've got a, a better, deeper team, and I think uh, it's going to mean a lot to Philly to rub it in Brooklyn's faces. Yeah, it is. It's going to be fun to see how the Brooklyn Nets players playing take this one to heart though like for their new teammate in ben simmons try and shut up the crowd yeah of course you know if they come out and smack him in the first quarter that takes a lot of the steam out of the uh, booing ben simmons uh sort of train out yeah and, and kevin durant i mean that's the thing he would love this atmosphere yeah you know yeah, the yeah. villain him and joel he yeah. can go out and put up 45 for his yeah, team for maybe sure. so, for sure. harden also good. left them as well so yeah. that's a motor <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good point yeah that's that's true yeah Steve Nash said they had some interesting comments about that, right? Like whether they would uh, butt slap each other. Uh, whether, yeah, whether, yeah, Na- yeah he was asked talk. if whether Nash would talk to Hart. Yeah. He said, I don't think I'm going to yeah, talk he's to like, him. No. <laughs> <laughs> he left him. Yeah, cool. All right, guys, we'll call it there. Email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at nodunks Inc. Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Get your nodunks merch over at nodunks.com. And, uh, Look out for Lee Ellis's Instagram and Twitter account tonight when Roxy takes a photo of him wearing his Iversons and his AI yeah. wristband watching the yeah. game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you think about turning it the other way so you can read it? Or is that because uh, you want to read it? it. Yeah. It's like a watch. He, he wore it this way, but he actually had it on his, on his left arm because he had his sleeve on that one, so he couldn't see it. And I thought, I can't put it on that one. No one will see it. <laughs> Smart, man. Smart. All right, guys. Uh, If you are a Survivor fan and you watched last night's two-hour premiere, join 
Trey, JD, and myself a little bit later today over on our No Buffs YouTube feed, and we'll flip that into a podcast on Apple and Spotify, but it's its own separate feed. No Buffs Survivor 42 breaking down uh, last night's premiere episode, which you said you watched, by the way. I watched it. So yeah, that means it's back, you'll be, baby. Uh, you'll be listening or at least watching our show on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you guys awesome. breaking it down. Yeah. We're going to have a blast. A lot, of, a lot of stuff happened. There was a lot of stuff. <laughs> Chock full. Especially with so many games on, I'm a little tired right now. I need some of that energy. Oh, the new Starbucks buy energy drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get some. Uh, it's available in gas stations. So, yeah, we'll have that show coming to you around 1, 1.30 p.m. Eastern live over on the No Buffs YouTube account. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and remember, a lot of great comments from the stream team here talking about whether they would rather smoke a cigar with Red Arbach or smoke a cigar with a ghost. Uh, <laughs> most people picked ghost over living Red Arbach. Weird. A lot of people picked making gravy with Lee Ellis or smashing nanas with Lee Ellis. Wow. Yeah, that'd be fun. We could make that happen. <laughs> what, making gravy on the show? Well, just like we could raise a bunch of money for charity yeah. and the you know, highest bid gets to make gravy with you. <laughs> gravy soup. Yeah. That's what it was. It was a great well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brace the day, people. <laughs>